0: Coming up on 5-Minute News Donald Trump files lawsuit to protect insurrection documents from Congress Democrats' entire agenda being derailed by one of their own And South Korea plans to cut carbon emissions by 40% in 2030 It's Tuesday, October 19. I'm Anthony Davis. Former President Donald Trump sought to block the release of documents on Monday related to the January 6 Capitol insurrection to a congressional committee investigating the attack, challenging President Joe Biden's initial decision to waive executive privilege. Trump's lawsuit was expected As he'd said he would challenge the investigation And at least one ally has defied a subpoena But the legal challenge went beyond the initial 125 pages of records That Biden recently cleared for release to the committee The suit, which names the committee as well as the National Archives Seeks to invalidate the entirety of the congressional request Calling it overly broad, unduly burdensome And a challenge to separation of powers It requires a court injunction to bar the archivist from producing the documents The Biden administration, in clearing the documents for release Said the violent siege of the Capitol was such an extraordinary circumstance That it merited waiving the privilege that usually protects White House communications The lawsuit also challenges the legality of the Presidential Records Act, arguing that allowing an incumbent president to waive executive privilege of a predecessor just months after they have left office is inherently unconstitutional. Critics are asking why Trump is so keen to keep this important evidence away from the investigative committee and how, despite so much damning evidence against him, Trump is, so far, allowed to go free let alone run for president again. Meanwhile, Trump testified under oath yesterday as part of a civil lawsuit brought by protesters who alleged they were assaulted by his security guards in New York in 2015. The conservative West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin is attempting to dismantle President Joe Biden's proposed climate change strategies and social services expansion in ways that are simply unacceptable for most in his party. The question has become less about what Manchin wants and more about whether Biden can bring him, the party's other centrist senators and its progressives to middle ground and salvage his once sweeping $3.5 trillion proposal from collapse. For months, Manchin has publicly and repeatedly balked at the size and scale of Biden's plan to expand the social safety net, tackle climate change and confront income inequality, despite his state of West Virginia being the second poorest in the US and with no infrastructure improvements in years. Already he and fellow conservatives including Democratic Senator Kirsten Sinema of Arizona have forced Biden to concede that the final price tag will be much smaller, likely around $2 trillion, largely paid for with higher taxes on corporations and the wealthy and those earning more than $400,000 a year. With a striking ability to saunter into the spotlight, with wide-ranging demands, Joe Manchin is testing the patience of his colleagues, who see a -a once-in-a-generation opportunity to reshape government programs, slipping away to his personal preferences With Republicans fully opposed to Biden's plans, the president needs all Democrats on board for passage As chairman of the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee, Manchin says he's been forthcoming, both publicly and privately, about his concern that some democratic proposals may be detrimental to his coal and gas producing state. Manchin himself owns an energy company with his family that pays him five times more than his government salary. South Korea set a new goal on Monday for fighting climate change over the next decade, saying it will aim to cut its greenhouse gas emissions to 40% below 2018 levels by 2030. The country had faced criticism that its initial plan for a 26.3% reduction was too modest. In proposing stronger contributions to curb global warming ahead of a UN climate summit in Scotland next month, South Korean President Moon Jae-in said the new target represents the most enthusiastic objective the country could possibly set under current circumstances. South Korea aims to be carbon neutral by 2050. The committee's plan, which is to be formalized in a cabinet meeting next week and presented at the UN COP26 summit in Glasgow, includes an aim to cut emissions from electricity generation and heating by 44.4% below 2018 levels in 2030 by reducing the country's reliance on coal-fired plants and expanding renewable energy resources. The country is also seeking to reduce the industrial use of fossil fuel and accelerate a transition toward electric and hydrogen-powered vehicles. Moon then also said the country will no longer finance the construction of coal power plants in other nations. Although his pledge didn't affect South Korea's participation in ongoing projects to build two new coal plants in Indonesia and another in Vietnam. You can subscribe to Five Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app.